This is the Jesus Habit Podcast, where we're using scripture and science to make your new nature in Christ second nature. Episode 34 for Thursday, October 17th, 2019. The big idea, we are the people of a better hope. Our weekly identity statement, my hope is anchored, firm and secure to Jesus and the work he completed on my behalf. And our memory verse, therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need, Hebrews 4, 14-16. I remember once watching my grandpa strain to dial a number on his phone. The numbers were small, so he had to keep looking below his glasses to try to hit the numbers and back to the sheet of paper. It seemed ridiculous to me because I knew there were phones with giant, easy-to-read numbers. So I got one of my cousins to go in on a new phone with me, and we gave it to him for Christmas. I went back to visit him a while after that, and while I was there, he made a phone call to a family member using the old phone. I was kind of surprised, so I went looking for the other one. It was still in the box. I set it up for him, showed him how to use it, where it was and whatnot, but he never did. That old phone remained on the desk until he passed away. It's a story we've heard many times. We've given gifts because we see the need for it in a loved one's life, only to discover they continue to use the old thing. It's been on TV shows, movies, and probably in hundreds of books. Why? Why do we do that? Well, aside from all the cool, and some may say nerdy, brain research that tells us our brain is fighting against us, maybe there's more to it than that. I think this is at the heart of the motive of the author of this letter. Jesus has made a better way, a new way, a living way. Jesus has given us something that was only dreamed about before. But when the cost of embracing this new way got too high, people were wanting to go back to the old, familiar ways they knew before. While it may not seem like a big deal with a phone, going back to this old system would prove to have an eternally fatal cost with choosing to do so. In today's reading, we make some important discoveries about the old system. There were some things it could not do. It was good, but it wasn't capable of some very important tasks. First, only the high priest could enter the holiest place, and he could only do that once a year. Every year when he did that, he had to bring in the blood of the sacrifices to make atonement for himself and the sins of the people. He would go in and deal with all the things that the people had done in the previous year. The next year... He would do it again and again until he died and someone else would have to take over. Lather, rinse, repeat. The problem never went away. But as long as you did what was required, you were okay. Then in Hebrews 9.8, we get this insight the author has received from the Holy Spirit. The way into the most holy place had not yet been disclosed as long as the first tabernacle was still standing. Cars are money pits. When you're a teenager, you dream of getting your first car and your parents warn you that cars are a bad investment. 
They always cost you money. You have to put gas in the tank every few thousand miles. You have to get the oil changed. There are maintenance issues that you have to routinely take care of to keep the car running as long as you can. And so far, no one has been able to come up with a car that doesn't require maintenance. The longer you own cars, the less you enjoy them because they just keep taking your money. That new car feeling wears off pretty quick. Soon, it's just another thing you have to take care of. The old covenant is like owning a car. You have to constantly maintain it. You had to constantly deal with sacrifices and festivals and rituals and cleansing and ceremonial washings. You couldn't eat or drink certain things. And it was a cycle. There was an annual rhythm to all the rituals that had to be maintained. But there was a point to all this. This is what the Holy Spirit revealed to the author. The the point in all this was to serve as an illustration. This is an illustration for the present time, indicating that the gifts and sacrifices being offered were not able to clear the conscience of the worshiper. They were merely external regulations. They were an illustration of what was to come. We'll get more into the significance of cleansing the conscience tomorrow and next week. But, as with so many things, this ritualistic approach does have merit and value for our lives today. The author is making it clear that the real issue is our heart, not our external regulations or behaviors. The motive of our heart is what's most important to God, so dealing with the issues of the heart are of utmost importance. This is what Jesus' sacrifice deals with, and again, what we will deal with tomorrow. But what if this type and shadow of the tabernacle and its regulations also has a deeper implication for our hearts today? In the most holy place were the altar and the ark, the gold jar of manna, Aaron's staff, and the stone tablets where God wrote the law. Hmm. God first wrote the law in stone tablets, and the Old Testament refers to the hearts of God's people being hearts of stone. That's interesting. Remember, These are inside the most holy place. Today, because of Christ's work, the Holy Spirit dwells in our heart. 1 Corinthians 3.16, 6.19, 1 John 2.27, and Ephesians 3.17. While the true and ultimate most holy place is the heavenly sanctuary, where Christ is seated at the right hand of the majesty, are not our hearts also a holy place? If the Spirit of God lives there, doesn't that make it a holy place? The commands of God inside your heart? That sounds like what we talked about yesterday. The manna, the the magic bread that sustained the Israelites. Well, Jesus himself said, It is not Moses who has given you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is the bread that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. John 6.32 The ark, which is a picture of salvation and baptism. But what about Aaron's rod that budded? Well, Aaron's rod was what God used in performing the signs that led to the Israelites being led out of captivity. And then, when God's people were rebelling against the authority God had given to Moses and Aaron, he, God, causes Aaron's rod to bud, flower, and produce almonds. He did this to show them that his descendants, the Levites, would be their leaders. It was a reminder of God's power and authority. And it was also a reminder that God doesn't tolerate rebellion. God said in Numbers 17.10, Put back Aaron's staff in front of the Ark of the Covenant Law to be kept as a sign to the rebellious. 
This will put an end to their grumbling against me so that they will not die. God has a plan for our hearts. He wants specific things in there. He wants it to be a place where he can dwell. And he won't allow us to put anything else in there that doesn't belong. Everything God wants in our hearts is there for a reason. Anything else is an idol. And God's people in the Old Testament had a knack for bringing idols into this most holy place and worshiping them there. That's why they were driven out of the promised land through exile, because they were rebellious, hard-hearted, and stiff-necked. God's new ways are way better than our old, rebellious systems we are comfortable with. His new way, as we're going to see tomorrow, deals on a much deeper level with the problems of our hearts, the fruit of our rebellion, a guilty conscience. The old way never fixed that problem. In fact, it reminded us of it. But God has a new phone, a better car, and entirely new system. That is, if we can leave the old one behind. www.thejesushabit.com